Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 2, 4-8, Living Stones. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. You yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in scripture, behold, I'm laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. And so the honor is for you who believe, but for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. Living stones. Uh, Incredible. It begins with the ultimate living stone who is Jesus himself. Uh, Rejected as a living stone. uh, Chosen by God to be that living stone. Precious. Uh, but setting the tone and the plan for us. Uh, That means we're chosen and we're precious before God as well because God is building a spiritual house. Uh, He's forming a holy priesthood. Uh, This is new temple language. Now, remember, it's in the context of the body of Christ. There are two times when Uh, The Apostle Paul refers to us as being the temple of the Holy Spirit. In one situation, it is referring to us personally, uh, but the other, it's referring to us corporately. If you want to think about it this way, that uh, when we are in agreement in community about being people that want to bring a, a... perfect sacrifice back to the Lord who want to worship him, who want to be a spiritual house, we become living stones, not hard, cold stones, but living stones that unite together to form a new temple, a place of worshiping God. Key element is that Jesus is that cornerstone of that whole movement. Um, The Greek word could be cornerstone or headstone, which is interesting because when an arch was made back in biblical times, the final stone put at top, the headstone would hold everything together. So not only is Jesus the foundation at the very core of everything, he's the pinnacle of everything, holding it all together. Uh, Very reminiscent of the language of Jesus being the Alpha and the Omega. The sad part of this passage is uh, for those who believe there's this opportunity to be a living stone, to be part of the edifice that brings glory to the creator. But if we fail to believe, uh, Jesus becomes a stumbling stone to us. This passage is rich in the redemptive uh, trajectory of all of scripture. Uh, We're going to see from the passage coming up as well that there are a lot of echoes of Exodus 19 brooded in these words from Peter. But there's also going to be rumblings of what's coming in Revelation 5 through John as he gets this apocalypse. Uh, God forms a new people. Uh, 
Uh, he makes a new temple. He, he develops a new priesthood that stands between him, uh, access to him, and praying. Not in the same sense that Jesus is the high priest that we get access, but we become the ones who speak to people on behalf of God, but also speak to God on behalf of people. Holy priesthood. So what is this is to remind myself how amazing it is to be in this priesthood. It gives my life unique purpose. Uh, my worship is a spiritual sacrifice. The decisions I make are spiritual sacrifice. Uh, when I get a chance to pray with people or to speak to people about God and this hope that Peter has been giving us, uh, I, I take a priestly role. It's a high calling. Uh, every one of us gets to do that. And the now what then is to be reminded that I need to exercise this calling. To see myself uh, primarily walking in this world to worship God, but also to call in other worshipers into relationship with him. And so, Lord, uh, capture us again with the mystery that you've made us into a new temple and a new priesthood and affect your work through us this day. In Jesus' name, amen.